Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan. With me is Brian. We I'm over have, here. Yeah, I'm Brian. You're over there. We also have a uh, new guest, Joe, and then hey. uh, returning guest, uh, Brad. So we're, we're all here. Four of us are here to talk about Arcane, but first, we got the Matrix 4 trailer 2, I guess. What do you mean you guess? It definitely uh, came yeah. out. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure still. Is, is this still just a soft reboot of the first Matrix? Yes. That's it, exactly it, what it's going to be. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Well, it also that's seems like it's like kind of like paying uh, homage, homage to like the originals too. But this Maybe. is one of those occasions where I wish they would subvert our expectations and and take that and completely flip it on its head. But I have a feeling that we're just going to get a a repeat. Probably that's what we're going to get. The yeah. most impressive thing to me is that most of the trailers in Unreal Engine. I thought that's really cool. That is not, so... like, it's not even real people, and but so they look ball. real. Ooh, does they that mean real. we're going to get more Matrix video games? Because the last ones were so good. They were the. I think they were my favorite games I've ever played. I I can't say any <laughs> of the Matrix. I can't say any of the Matrix video games were any good. I was like super in. I was super excited for Into the Matrix, which was supposed to bridge the gap between the Matrix One and the Matrix Two. And so you weren't playing as Neo or anyone important. And then they had live action cutscenes with actors from the movies, but they that gave them awful. zero budget to do any special effects. So they were just like on a green screen, and it was awful. It sounds awful. It it was it was not good. And, and I will say they came out with a tech demo for I guess to hype up this new Matrix trailer. It's on uh, Epic PS Five. No, it's on PS Five oh, and PS5. Xbox. I tried it. I've never played a game with such good graphics. So okay, I was going to ask game, about. It's a tech demo, but it. like the the graphics on it are absolutely insane. I can't tell from real life to fake life or yeah, CG it, life. I don't even know what it is. Uh, Unreal Engine power. Yeah, let's just go with that. Anyway, go go Unreal Engine. The Halo TV show is coming out on Paramount. Paramount Plus, uh, yeah. Paramount Plus. A reason to have Paramount Plus. I mean, I, so far there hasn't been any well, other reason. I mean, there's yeah, no I, I don't on. have it. Well, all they really have is Star Trek and, and just like the normal TV shows that are on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was what was it? there was something else on Paramount that like I thought about, but I don't remember what it was now. I don't know. I don't think I there is a release date for Halo. But Whenever it comes out, I will probably watch it because, like, I'm a mild fan of Halo. It's like okay, at least that's my interpretation yeah, of Halo. I, I was really big into it when uh I was in like high school, like playing on 360 and all that. But I stopped after four just because I didn't want to buy a new Xbox. I personally never understood uh, the fascination with Halo. Uh, I feel like it personally it dumbed down the shooter genre, where it's like, oh, hide behind a wall, regenerate your health, keep moving forward. I feel like well, but, before Halo, it was just Quake, wasn't it? And Doom, uh, Half Life, Wolfenstein, Half Life. When did Halo like, come out? Halo, Halo came out to two thousand. After like two thousand one. After Half Life. Half Life One. Yeah. Yeah. After Half Life One. What ninety seven? Something like that. And it was in development for ever it went through so many transitions before we finally got the halo that we actually got well it used to be a rts right or something like yes. that yeah and it was going to be it for the mac 
Oh, it was yeah, gonna it be was. Matt, it was gonna That's be for smart. the Apple uh console that like totally bombed. Yeah, that... What was it? What was the Apple console called? I don't remember. I, I wanna say it started with a P. I don't remember. I don't I have, have one. one. And I have never played on one. And I don't want one. Honestly, sure? Honestly, it's not like you want one. <laughs> I'm gonna go on eBay and find one. I'm yep. gonna play Halo on it. I will, I will yep. watch parts of the. I will watch the Halo show until it disappoints me. So it might disappoint me pretty quick, and I might fall. You're off. gonna watch ten minutes of <laughs> oh, Halo. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna say, "Oh, that's Master Chief." Okay. As, as soon as Cortana's got clothes on, I'm out. Oh, you're gonna be out real quick. Then. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna, it's gonna be <laughs> first, first minute. Watch, uh, well, I want Gen One Cortana. Give give me. <clears throat> you're not getting that, man. Cortana's <laughs> different now. I don't know why. Because I haven't played the last past two games. It's so one of those questions changed. of, are we going to follow the story of the games? Are we going to come up with something new? Obviously, Master Chief's going to be in it. I mean, I, I, I think it, it might be, based on what I've seen, maybe like prequel to the games. It might follow the books. There's like it a could, Yeah, there's books. a lot of books. I don't know. I, I think they all suck. That's I, I, read like, I, <laughs> I think I read one of them. It was like about the old race that is now the new games about. I forgot they're called. Well, it's like anything it's okay. else. It's like, I mean, that's like Doom the book or Doom the, the storyline. I mean, gamers show up for something other than what TV and movie fans do. And so it's one of those that it just doesn't transition over smoothly. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's what we're cursed well, with, with pretty much every video game media that is not a video game. Pretty much. Yeah. Now, Mario. It's sad but true. The game awards happened. Oh, did, did, did it happen? They did happen. They are did you, happen. Are we sure? I'm pretty sure they happened. I want to just say for the first the game of the year, it takes two. Joseph Faraday's. He's an awesome guy. I love that guy. He's fantastic and his game is fantastic. Secondly, uh if anybody doesn't know what Forspoken is at this point, I I know I've shown all three of you the trailers yeah. for Forspoken. I'm excited for that game. Did yeah, anything game jump out at, to you guys at the Game Awards? Well, uh, I was I was telling uh, everybody that all the Warhammer fans are probably losing their minds because we're finally getting Space Marine 2 10 years after the original. There was no release date on that, right? Yeah, but I mean, they've got a pretty well, good we know what's happening. Yeah, that alone is enough, I think, for those people. But, uh, I mean, a lot of people, like, came together on the multiplayer between Space Marine and Dawn of War. Those were the ones that really drove people into the hobby. So, for us to finally be getting Space Marine 2 is, I mean, that's just awesome. I'm glad for all the Warhammer fans. Someday, I will hopefully get into it. It just seems like a lot. I'm in the same boat. It just depends on what kind of game you're into, because there's... There's a Warhammer game for whatever kind of gameplay you're into. I mean, if you're a first-person shooter fan, they just had um, Hired Gun come out. So if if you want to start there, if you're an RTS fan, a turn-based strategy fan, whatever, there's um, basically they form they farm their license out to all these other companies. So whatever kind of game you're into, there's a Warhammer game of. See, see, but that's the problem. There's so many of them. It's like you can go anywhere you want with them. But you don't, they're not really connected, so you don't have to. I mean, the universe is so big and there's so much stuff going on, you really don't need to know a whole lot to enjoy the game. Sure, I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Joe, what about you? 
what did you see from the Game Awards that you're excited for? Well, Forspoken was one that looked amazing. I I also think it looked great. Um, Forspoken, yeah. I really that's top of my head. Uh, um, Horizon looked like the all the settings look really cool. I'm excited for Horizon. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, that's going to that be a good one. Had a lot of one good of what I'm really disappointed in is that this is the 25th anniversary of the Persona franchise, and I'm a big yeah. JRPG guy. And instead of getting like a remake of any of the Persona games or anything like that, we got the fighting game. Yeah, which get, is, and it wasn't it Persona Four characters. Yeah, it's the Persona, it, yeah, it's it's Persona, Persona Four one fighting game, which. Again, Persona 4 was really the one that, you know, brought it into the mainstream, so I get that. But at the same time, yeah. it's like, everybody's been like, are we going to get another Persona 5? Are we going to get a Persona 6 trailer? Are we going to get a remake of Persona 3? Are we going to get 1 and 2 or something? But what did we get? We got the fighting game. Now, yeah. is that like a sequel, in a sense? Because they remember it, it sounded like it, it was. It is? Okay. Well, someday you'll get Persona 6 in 2024 when they announce it at E3 when we're back in person, baby. We we just got Shin Megami Tensei 5. So, I mean, they're, you know, to be fair, Atlas fans don't have a lot to complain about, but it's still, I mean, this is the 25th anniversary. We we would like something really Persona related, not the fighting game. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Like what happened for Mega Man's 25th anniversary? Absolutely bupkis. Actually, work was Metroids because Nintendo didn't didn't even acknowledge the twenty fifth anniversary of Metroid. That's true. Nintendo's weird sometimes, though. Nintendo follows their own rules. They don't like follow what like their fans want. They don't follow what like the industry is doing. Nintendo's just like we don't care if anybody doesn't do or like anything we do, but we're just gonna make stuff. But they're but again. They've been in business for over a hundred years. Oh yeah, they're definitely they're, they're way older. Well, they were they weren't always in video games though. Yeah, they were uh, card no, games. Like, yeah, and card and uh, yeah, quite a, a graphic card games too, if I recall. You, yeah, you are you are correct. Good stuff. That was the de- the deep dark history of Nintendo. Classic Nintendo. <laughs> they should go back. They should go back to the roots. <laughs> and don't make video games. They just make cards. Oh, make it, cards. Make, no, make adult video games. Cards. Yeah, they were handmade they, cards. They actually became really popular among uh, the Yakuza, which actually kept their business afloat for decades, unfortunately. It is mind-boggling how Nintendo has actually stayed in business for how much they have their head buried in the sand. Because, like, like they marched the beat of their own drum. They have no idea what's going on in the rest of the industry, and they're still successful. They they just don't care. I, I well, guess. Well, I just remember okay. reading articles where Nintendo was like, "Oh, we had no idea how hard it was making a high definition game and how it takes twice <laughs> as long to make it." I'm like, "Really? <laughs> Have you not like read anything in in the media about games at all ever? About any of your peers <laughs> who've been doing it for a decade already?" <laughs> so they've taken a gamble on a lot of things that are paid off. My favorite is they they actually had a guy who was working there as a custodian, basically working there as a janitor named Gunpei Yodoi. And uh he actually they they let him sit in on meetings and then he started like giving them advice and and uh creating things for Nintendo. He's the father of the Game Boy. The father? Okay. The like, Game Boy has a father. Has, that's why he's familiar. Nintendo invented the Game Boy. He birthed it out of his urethra. Cool. That is pretty one much. tough sell. 
Yeah. Well, what what we have to keep in mind though is is unpopular as Nintendo can be in America, in Japan, Nintendo is like god. Like they sell games like ten times more than what they sell in America. Aren't, aren't they the number one company in uh, Japan? Yeah, they're the number one company. The yeah. funny thing is their stock is is really not worth a whole lot because so much of their financial success is tied to other companies. Like when um, Pokemon Go came out, Nintendo's stock shot up, and then they were like, yeah, we didn't make it. We, yeah, did, we, we, we all own it. <laughs> we just gave them rights to put Pikachu yep. in their game. Yeah, very much. <laughs> well, even right. in Breath of the Wild, so much of uh, Breath of the Wild was done by uh, Monolith Soft. So. Well, a lot of their games are starting to be more like outsourced. Is that yeah, right yeah, outsourced, right? Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they've been outsourcing their games heavy since GameCube time, and Nintendo seems like they do very little uh, in-house anymore. Yeah, well, but no, you still have like to. those first-party Nintendo games that everybody just kind of assumes that is like, oh, Nintendo makes that when yeah. most of their first-party titles aren't made by Nintendo anymore, like uh, Metroid Dread, except for Mario. Like Mario, is it Mario? Their only in-house game. Yeah, Mario uh, and Splatoon and, and Arms because Arms. Well, our, uh, Splatoon is not a bad game. Yeah, I, like I Splatoon. enjoy Splatoon. I enjoy Arms it. sucks. I'm waiting for <laughs> Arms not sixty bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what we have to do. Well, that's that's pretty the much. really hard part about Nintendo stuff. Nintendo stuff almost never goes on sale. It's it stays sixty bucks for forever. It's like you, Apple. You miss Nintendo tax. Yeah, yeah, it's the Nintendo tax. Yep. You have to yeah. pay the Nintendo tax if you want a game. Absolutely. I think it's time to move on to the meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. So The meat and potatoes. So this is going to be a hot take, but Arcane, yet another video game adaption that fails to live up to what the video game is actually like. The video game has... Well, let's start off with <laughs> ratings. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 for reasons that we'll get into. Brad! I pick you next. Give us your hot take. Pour your whiskey out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First, I'm going to say I'm going to give this about a three out of 10. Whoa. And the reason is I I've never played League of Legends. I don't know League of Legends. So as someone who knows nothing about League of Legends, this was I, I couldn't follow it. It didn't tell me enough about the world. It didn't it didn't sell me on the game. I, I think that this is a product specifically made for League of Legends fans and no one else. Okay, okay. Right. Joe, you're up next. Uh, I'm thinking I might give it like a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Yeah, okay. there, was, there was some problems, but like, I, I'm a League of Legends fan. So like, like Brad was saying, if you don't know League of Legends, you probably won't like appreciate it as much but i've been playing the game for what 10 years now so i okay. i loved it david you're a blast i i simply have to give it uh, a 7.25 just to give it a higher score than venom or suicide squad because it succeeds <laughs> uh where those two failed at having decent pacing and i i guess pretty enjoyable but i got almost completely nothing out of it uh uh, the story was okay. It felt generic. You didn't feel like it was its, it's own generic. thing. It felt really, really generic. Like I've seen this story like a hundred other times in other Disney movies, but it was a more adult take on it. Um, 
the animation and the voice acting were stellar and not most of that seven rating is just that the it looks absolutely beautiful the the cg cgi uh, yeah, the, the cgi, CGI animation the cgi yeah. with the 2d animation overlay cell shading whatever they did yeah, was absolutely incredible it was a visual feast i want more adult shows to look like this like Rick and Morty and, and Star Trek Lower Decks, like I like them for their stories and they're good and they're funny, but I hate the way they look. I mean, the characters. I wish the characters looked like this. This looks awesome. This is how modern adult animation should look. Most of our current animated stuff looks worse than stuff from the 50s. Like Bugs Bunny and stuff, it looks like he was better animated than some some stuff we had gotten nowadays, <laughs> which is absolutely disgusting. Things should look better than they did back in the day, not the other way around. Things are looking dumber and more dumbed down. Uh, uh, Rick and Morty, Lower Decks, uh, and Ed and Eddie. Like, oh, tons of like more modern shows just look like crap, kind of. And I, I, Arcane looked amazing. I want more adult cartoons to look like this. It was absolutely stunning, absolutely beautiful. And I want more things like this, in this style of animation. I want more. It, was it gives me like Spider Verse vibes for this one, but the thing is, you have to keep in mind is when these shows are made, like Lower Decks or whatever, they had the decision has to be made on what the style is going to look like, and for whatever reason, there's not a lot of shows like Spider Verse or Arcane that look like this, which makes me think that it's hard to do. I don't, oh, I don't yeah. even have a clue at how this is made. I don't, I don't know any animation behind. Like generally, like Lower Decks, we have an idea. No matter if you know a lot about animation or not, you have an idea of how it's made. This, I have no clue. I, I don't know how it's made. I was, I was I'm, wondering how much of this was motion captured and how much of it was traditionally animated. Because, like, facial movements and, and a lot of the stuff looked, like, really well motion captured. But some of the, like, the fights and stuff like that had to have been traditionally animated. Or CG oh, or CG animated, like that's the yeah. thing. It, it was probably a blend of everything. Honestly, yeah. it's a it's a blend of mocap, um, you know, uh, keyframes, three D animation for like things you just cannot physically do in real life, and then some animate, and then some hand drawn animation. Sure. I, I'm guessing it was a perfect blend between all of them. And I definitely want to say one of the things that blew me away was the eyes. Um, like, my kids watch Troll Hunters and stuff like that, and you just see, like, these dead-eyed golems on there. And with this, they fixed that because the eyes were drawn, and so they were able to actually draw the emotion into the eyeball, and it just looked so much better than anything that I've seen up to this point. That was absolutely essential because it, it put the feeling, the emotion, the the hatred, the love, the whatever into the eyes it made it it gave each of the characters a soul which was i thought that was cool yeah yeah and and the voice acting made that pay off in spades the voice acting uh the rage and the sorrow and the guilt and all the emotions just come through so strong in the performance as well The, the performance of the voice actors and the animation sync up so well have any of you guys seen the Great Mouse Detective? Because I kept every time like they were in the other in, in the Undercity. I thought the same. I thought the same. I thing. kept getting Great Mouse Detective vibes, even though the art style and animation are completely different from that. But I just got 
the great. It's like this. I, it's just the way it, like the colors or the way it looks or something. I, just I, like, I'm glad I'm not the shading. The only, maybe I'm glad I'm not the only one. You're not. The, you're not the only one. I, I, thought, I thought about that maybe yeah. ten times. I, I thought about it a lot too. I was like, this is, <laughs> I, I'm feeling Great Mouse Detective vibes, even though Great Mouse Detective was a traditional old school 2D Disney animation. Like just the arts direction or the style or the. The yep. gross under yep. city vibe. I'm like great mouse detective. Great mouse detective. Where's the great was, mouse detective? I wasn't even sure if I was gonna bring that up or not because I wasn't sure anybody was gonna know what I was no, talking no, I, about. I, 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 I didn't know if it was no. So I was gonna talk about it either because I'm like I'm like oh I, that's kind of a like a deep cut even for Disney fans. Yeah, well, it I, is. I was I was when I read up on the the show it I somebody described it best by saying it's science fantasy. That's really the best way of describing the show. Yeah. Yeah. Science. Yeah, I agree. It is science. So the show is broken into three parts. Each it has three episodes in them, I think. Maybe the last one has four. No, I don't no, remember. Three. It's three. There's it's, nine it's, episodes. There's nine episodes so. And we follow Jinx or Powder and Vi through most of the show. There are obviously other characters that have significance to them but those are the main ones that we follow we like, start off with jinx star and Vi as a baby naked, naked star, star lady. lady scars she's got scars all over her body lady naked scar lady she's the most important person uh, who's naked yeah. star lady um uh mel's the, the, mom the, the, girl's oh. the noxus ah gotcha gotcha so what i found interesting in what you said brad is that you think and you feel as if the show was designed for people that play League of Legends. I'm surprised you have that take because you don't need to know anything about League to watch this show. In fact, there's almost no relation to the game itself and this show. So I found that to be a little weird. I've because I've I've seen both sides that people don't like it and they do like it, but the consensus was that you didn't have to play League to understand what was going on what where did you get like lost well where where i'm getting at is like we don't understand the races of the world we don't understand you know the the culture we don't understand like no there's no backstory to it like we see one of the counselors looks like a robot i'm like do they have robot people in this world uh we don't understand like okay well there used to be wizards where are they now i mean there's just not there's not a lot of backstory to it, so I don't know if that's more like from the books or comics or whatever else. Or sounds the game like or sounds like we needed an episode of Arcane to be like episode two of Wheel of Time, where they do like some backstory talk through a song. <laughs> <laughs> everything needs everything needs a song <laughs> instead of playing the opening song in in universe as an in universe band which was a very odd oh yeah imagine yeah, that, 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 that was a really weird weird take uh, it's, they, they could have like you know had a song and someone explained the song about the backstory of the universe like in wheel of time uh instead of this where we got no like what brad was saying i i i agree there's no like background info in the world they just like ask you to accept it as it is without any like any not even exposition or backstory or anything there's not not any world building for the world it's just the characters vi and powder slash jinx that really get all the 
know, backstory between them. It's all the human characters. I'm like, yeah, we know how humans work. There's a daddy who loves each other and a mommy who loves each other, and then they do the thing. And like, but everyone else in the world is like, I don't know what these races are, or, or you know, the little the little dwarf things. Like, I'm been alive for 900 years or whatever. And See, here's that's, that's here's where I think lore. I I agree with you with both of what you said. That a lot of the characters aren't explained about other races and stuff like that. But for me, the way I see it is that I think this is going to be the start into introducing this world in shows. There's going to be obviously more seasons and other stuff they're going to do. But I honestly, I was comparing this a lot to Iron Man in 2008. When I baby Brian back when he saw Iron Man, I didn't know who Thor was. I didn't know really Marvel characters. I knew DC characters. I didn't know Marvel because that's not what I grew up with. And that's kind of how I see Arcane now because most characters in the League of Legends universe are significantly more powerful than the characters that are shown in this show. And I think they wanted to make these characters more relatable to us rather than just dropping like gods and super powerful robots and great beings right off the bat so people had a way to get invested into them because if you're just dropping like all these wizards and crazy stuff that's going on it's harder to follow for me as well i think that's part of the wheel of time thing that i'm having problem with because there's a lot that's going on and i'm not able to follow so i feel like they wanted to make a more grounded story which was okay because the story was kind of generic there was a lot of tropes that they followed it's just really that the story was executed well well and and i'll give you that but part of the problem is is that from the very beginning we have it takes a while for them to actually establish who are the good guys and who are really the bad guys and well that might be that might be part of it too because i think it's like kind of everyone has a gray area too yeah kind of it because like yeah, go ahead, Dave. Well, I was just saying my problem with the show is I didn't care any I didn't care about anyone till <laughs> until like the fifth episode when you find out that Powder's Jinx and I'm like, oh, that's Jinx. Okay, that's that's the only character I'm familiar with from League of Legends in the show. I don't I don't know Vi at all. Like I don't know who she is or what she does. I think I've seen a picture of her from League of Legends, but I, I don't know anything <laughs> about her. I, I've seen a bajillion cosplayers of Jinx, and I feel so bad for them that their sister abandoned every single one of them. I, I just kind of want to go give them a hug that they've had such a shitty life that they're. That they're you want to give Jinx a hug? Jinx. No, no, all, all the cosplayers <laughs> who are Jinx because they've also had the same backstory as Jinx. Otherwise, they wouldn't have cosplayed, right? <laughs> I, I She's just say, discount Harley Quinn. It was. It was in, after I finished episode nine and I started doing my research that I figured out. I'm like, why does she have a number six tattooed on her face? And it's like, oh, it's her name's Violet. It's okay, Vi. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way they have her for sure. Yeah. Now, there's uh, the first three episodes were definitely, I think, the the weakest in all the acts. I think the first three were the weakest, except for the ending of episode three, which is where child murder happens and kind of jinx becomes jinx. The first time there's more child murder. Yeah, there is more child murder later on. But like the beginning, like I wasn't, I wasn't super invested into the show for episode one and two until episode three, when that final, like I don't know what act, the final act yeah, of season three final. happened, where Vander, who is 
the father, kind of like the father, father, adopted father to all the kids. I don't know the the two that died as well. uh, Yeah, well, yeah, he's uh, those two also. The powder keg gang for the kids. Yeah, they're they're a kid gang, and then once Jinx like accidentally kills pretty much everybody. That's when I kind of got invested. Yeah. After that, I was I was I was in for the ride. Well, that's what I mean. I, I didn't get invested at least in, until I knew Powder was Jinx because like, oh, that's that's a character I'm familiar with. And then yeah, Jinx is cool. Yeah, I think she was my favorite character. I don't know about you guys. Actually, there's a lot of there's characters in this show that have significance that aren't actually characters in League the game at all. There's most of there's. Yeah. A good amount of them that are like playable characters, but there's also characters that are new to this show, and I feel like they didn't really tell you who to care about. I, they all, I, I think, if from at least what I can remember, they all had like their own, their own like story to them. Each one they spent time on for you to like try to make you care about these characters, yeah. whether they succeeded or not. Like, Brad, um, why are you drinking? What do you think? You think I'm wrong? What do you got? Like, no, 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 no. It's just thirsty. Like, um, <laughs> what was uh, like Silco's uh, second man or woman, the one with the blade at hand? Yeah. Uh, like she's in that fits that role per well, I think. Where like she's like, a, like you don't really care about her, and then you like kind of build up a story with her. Like, does she betray Silco? Does she want to? Uh, stay on his side, you know. Sure. What did you guys think about the music? Did the music stand out to you at all? No. I, I, I think it was funny that even in the credits, they're like, "and imagine dragons as themselves." Oh yeah, they were. They did have the imagine. Yeah, they did show that. That's. I, mean, I don't like that they added them. I, I was like, "Well, like that's that. cool." They got them for the opening music. You know, they got a, an original song there, and then it was like you kept on hearing more music, and then it's like you see the band in the game in the show, and I'm like, "Come yeah, on!" Yeah, I, I I rolled my Shit eyes hard hard at that. I mean, I, the music for the intro was fine. Like, I good. I like a good song or a good thing with a beat for the intro, uh, because uh, say what you will about Black Sails, the opening music was freaking awesome. I absolutely <laughs> Black Sails. <laughs> Yeah, I love the Black Sails opening like bagpipe rock music. It was amazing. It was. It was. I really. You thought you wait? Did are we talking about the music or the show? Did you like Black Sails the show? I said, say what you will about the show. The oh, opening okay. I, music I, for I the intro was awesome. I did not I, catch that part. I, I I thought the show was all right. So there are. I watched all. The, I watched all the seasons. Of black sales, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm into it. So after I, I was excited that Blackbeard was a girl with a really big bush. I mean, I was like, oh, okay, that's Blackbeard. The show right. does have some. The show does have some twisted turns in it that mm-hmm. and, are not. And we got to see keel hauling. Oh my god! Yeah, I have heard what keel hauling was, but seeing keel hauling, man, that's rough to watch yeah that's no joke that was really nuts i mean so i really like i actually actually i really like black sales black sales wasn't wasn't bad i i could have done with some more black sales i don't I, think I, they're gonna make any more. i really wish they would have like followed it up with like it's just a prequel to treasure island i wish they would have just followed it up with a treasure island series with the same actors that would have been fun sure but yeah the, the rest of the music back to arcane the rest of the music 
didn't stick out to me at all. Like like I said, the the visuals and the and the actors' performances the only thing that stood out for me about the show. Everything else felt kind of generic. See, I I really enjoyed the music. Like I was before this podcast, I was actually listening to the soundtrack on Spotify of like because like they have like the range is like very out there. Like Imagine Dragons, yeah, all that. But then they also have like Pusha T, and they have Sting doing the final song the whole series, uh, the whole season that uh, when Jinx goes and shoots a rocket, that Sting singing that song, oh. which is like crazy to think about. So and, that's he, he was, and, and he was naked. And <laughs> and it all comes back yeah, to Dune. Dune, yeah. The spice <laughs> must flow. <laughs> Him in his little blue diaper thing. Oh, God, Gotta love that. Gross. No, you don't gotta love that. No, Brian, he wanted to do it naked, but they wouldn't let him. I know he wanted to do it naked, and they didn't let him. (laughs) Thank God. A blue diaper thingy. He's a weird-looking guy, man. I don't know. He's just a (laughs) weird-looking... He looked like he was super into it, though. (laughs) Well, yeah, because he wanted to be naked in it. He's he's committed to the role. He's an actor. He's a professional. I don't know if that's commitment to that role. That is committed. That is committed to himself. You know, <laughs> he just wanted to be. He's naked. like, I know my song is good enough to be on screen. He's like, I'm proud of it. I know it'll be there. It'll be good. He was gonna be. He was. He wanted to be naked so he could witness his body like 50 years later. Yeah, yeah. He was That's like, what man. I used to look like. He's like, man. Yeah. He just, he just <laughs> you know, you say that, but Patrick Stewart, <clears throat> Chain of Command Part One. He he wanted to do the scene where they stripped him naked on set. He and, was naked on set. So they closed the set and they did it. That's weird. I don't know. I if I was ever acting, I would never want like that to happen. I would not volunteer. Like, I want to be naked. Well, with, with Patrick know. Stewart, for the role, he was, you know, <clears throat> being imprisoned and tortured, and he watched a yeah. lot of, like, Amnesty International videos, and he wanted to represent that completely. So, I mean, yeah. he was just committed to the role. You, you know what's ironic? Uh, there's an episode previous to Chain of Command where Data is, is playing um, uh, Scrooge, and Data wants to do method acting, and Patrick Stewart, uh, Picard's like, oh, why would you want to do method acting? And then apparently uh, Stewart himself does method acting for being naked in Chain of Command. That's just funny. <laughs> Chain of Command? That's the episode where Patrick Stewart's naked. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> it's one of the, honestly, one of the best of uh, Next Generation. Oh, fantastic episode. That episode? It's, yeah. a, two, it's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Two-parter. So it's forty minutes, uh, total. Because no, the Star minutes. Trek episodes are half hour. No, no that's that's just lower decks. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, lower decks are shorter. Yeah, no. Chain of Command is like a movie. It really is. Yeah, it's like it's like ninety minutes. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, a character that is not really is not super shown this season. Is Sanjit, who's the the doctor who saves Jinx? He is like the the mad scientist guy. When Jinx is about to die, mm-hmm. uh, Silco takes Jinx to him to save him. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't know was uh, when they like bring her back. I don't understand how she like came back to life because she was like pretty much blown up, and then they like bring her back. And now is I I was trying to figure out if that is what makes her crazy or did she 
did she already have problems and she was going crazy without like the way she was brought she back? She was going crazy I, before. I, I, yeah, she was definitely going crazy before. Yeah, like you saw her talking to herself and she made pictures or figures of the other kids that she killed. Well, she also showed. She talked to them. She had like the. She also had the animation crazy faces over people's faces yeah. before that happened. So she was I mean, already she losing made, it before. Yeah. She made she made models of the the friends of hers that had died and had them on the couch in her office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, okay, but because her because her eyes change color after she like gets revived. Well, I, think I, I think it was a process of what he probably did. He probably injected the shimmer, right? That's what's called yeah, the purple know. stuff. He uh, probably injected shimmer into her to bring her back to life, and that probably caused like purple eyes, something like that. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I'm also violent. You have you have purple eyes now, or yeah, red eyes, or whatever. Eyes and. <laughs> Harley Quinn at that point. There's uh, a scene on when they're on the bridge and they're about to fight, and they show Jinx. She's on like top of the on top of the bridge, like her hair's like hanging down, and she's like debating whether or not like she wants to be on Vi's side or not. And they animate like all the the dead kids that are are like behind her. I don't know if yeah. you guys know what scene I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool i've never seen like craziness portrayed that way i thought that was i thought that was really awesome but that also leads to where i had a problem with this show is when they're walking across this bridge they're trying to get back to the main city and vi says like she can't leave without uh jinx so she starts walking back and then all of a sudden caitlin who's the sheriff uh, gets like blown up by fireflies or bombs or whatever that Jinx did, and immediately Vi like abandons Jinx and she like goes and helps Caitlyn immediately. So in one scene, like five minutes before, she says, "I'm going to save Jinx," and then like five minutes later, she's like, "Screw this, I'm going to save Caitlyn." Well, she can't scissor Jinx later, but if she saves Caitlyn, she can totally scissor Caitlyn later. I, I see. I call this the the Dexter School of Writing, where you say I do everything for my son, and then ten minutes later, like leave off and never see your kid again. So, I mean, it's it's one of these things where, again, it's just kind of rushed writing. That was one of the big complaints I saw online was everybody actually liked the first arc and didn't like the last arc because they they rushed with their storytelling. They rushed. They didn't take the the time and attention to build up the people. But that's that's one of the main reasons why it's not like ten out of ten for me is nine out of ten because a lot of it was rushed, and like like there's characters like um, Victor's assistant, the girl that he kills, accidentally. That I had the name was I actually had to look it up because I remember Sky, because you you don't know anything about her, and she just like they try to make it like impactful that she dies, and like you just don't care about her. Yeah, I, I yep. hate I hate that when they do a thing and they try to make it sad, and it's like, oh, it's not sad. You've never talked about this character before. It's it's not going to make me sad. Uh, yeah, it doesn't mean it. doesn't mean I, anything. I, to I me. hate I hate when they do that in, in TV shows. It's like, oh, we've ignored this character for sixteen episodes. Here, let's make the episode about them. I'm like, oh, you're gonna kill her? Aren't Why? You? Just use yeah. the just go back to the main characters. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like, oh, you're gonna kill this person, aren't you? Since you've all of a sudden taken the time to look at them. Yeah, it's. I don't know what it is with modern tropes. Uh, they're really bad. They need to stop. 
You want us to care about a character, give them equal screen time early on, and then when they're gone, it's a shock. Like early Game of Thrones. See, that's oh, yeah. what you're talking about. The, the finger thing means the money. You know, that would mean we've got to get somebody and give them some lines and shoot some extra scenes and give them a backstory to make you care about them just to kill them off. I mean, that's that's throwing money away, man. You don't think of it that way. I guess that is true. Yeah, I guess so. It's true, but it's not impactful and it doesn't make it's it's a it's a modern trope. I feel like that's only started to happen relatively recently in the last five, ten years. Or they just all of a sudden will write it, write in a, a character that's out of nowhere, and they'll kill them, try to make you feel sad. I'm like, well, why? I don't care. It's one episode. Yeah, like I mean, when when Ned Stark <clears throat> died at the the end of the first season of Game of Thrones, it's like, that oh was my god, you know, that was impactful. You yeah. think he's going to be the main character of this series, and then it's like that happens, and wow, yeah, and then it all changes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and and they killed like they kill his wife, and they killed most of his kids. It's just like, well, pretty much the they all die except like two of them. Well, that's the thing. That's 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 everyone develops plot armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About halfway through, I I like when nobody develops plot armor, and it feels like everybody like anybody could go at any second. Yeah, I I like that, and that's I don't know. That's what I was hoping. But there's not there's not many shows that really make me feel like nobody's safe most of them are like yeah. like in uh, not even talking about arcane there's very few main characters in any show i watch or movie where i'm like that person can die but every episode you'd see in game of thrones it'd be like that person will that die is, yeah <laughs> it's not a question if it's a win that, that, that's the thing like with with game of thrones i i feel like that's like the the one time this is ever gonna be a show to- do that because nothing has really tried to re- uh, replicate that in storytelling, like oh, Battle yeah. of the Bastards with uh, Jon Snow and uh, what's his name Ram Ramsey. I thought for sure Jon Snow was going to die in that fight, but I guess actually you know what Jon Snow did did have plot armor. He literally came back to life. Yeah, he's, he he's, he's the one that had plot armor. Yeah. <laughs> he's already dead. Yes, Jon had dead. plot armor. Arya had plot armor. Uh, who's the other sister? Sansa. 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 She had plot armor. Well, okay. I think we're taking this a little bit too far. I, there has to be some characters that have plot armor. They can't literally kill every single character. In I the mean, show. they they can. Why not? But that's why the thing. not. That's that's what I mean. In early Game of Thrones, you never knew who was gonna die, and then like by season four. Pretty much everyone was safe. (laughs) Like, it's like, you know, they'd killed all the people in seasons like one through three, and then, and the show got a lot more safe going forward. But still, like, the key here, the key here is if all of a sudden they develop a personality, you're about to die, i.e., Rob Stark. He did nothing, and now all of a sudden I fell in love, and we're going to have a baby dead. Dead. Yeah. And then and Star Trek Discovery Arium, a background ca- say, we, see, we, the other one. we see a background character for two whole seasons and then toward the end of the second season they give a whole episode about her, then they kill her. I'm like, well, that that's that. You knew that was coming. Yeah, it's, as, soon as, it's, as soon as they start telling you about the character. Yeah, it's so obvious. It's so blatantly obvious and it's a really bad trope and they really need to stop doing that. Only kill a character that we we care about. Actually, in Star Trek Discovery, they did kill a character out of nowhere and it was amazing. And then what they did was they brought him back to life. Yep, Hugh Culber. And yep. then they spent the entire episode him being sad about being brought back to life. 
or or they, they just throw somebody in the middle of the bridge with like no backstory, i.e. Lieutenant Hawk from uh first contact. Yes. Well if they needed the new comms officer. Tactical officers, because uh, Worf went to DS9. Yep, it's like, well, he's a red shirt. He's done. He's done. He's a Borg now. Yeah. Reeling it back in a little bit here. What? I I want to talk about Heimerdinger. Heimerdinger is the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't talk about our Heimerdingers. In We're going to talk about our dongers now. Our dongers. We're going to talk about the dongers. All the dongers. That sounds, that sounds he... obscene. Are we going to be able to... Yeah, okay. yeah, this is going everywhere. It's fine. Yeah, I yeah, talked to I talked to uh, the YouTube CEO lady. She said she's fine with talking about dongers. But Heimerdinger is he's an ex. Well, he was he started. He's the little like puffball guy the, that was the, on the council. State puff. And then he gets fidget? exactly the yellow then, one. Yeah, and then he gets a fry to become a fried marshmallow, and he goes and gets kicked off the council. A problem I had here was uh he was they say he was on the on this board of people for like a hundred years and he said that we can't advance this technology any farther because bad things will happen like he's seen. They don't ever tell us what he's seen to make to make it bad. Yeah, I, I don't know it's... if they're trying to set something up or whatever because his story is not done because now he's just like in the underground city just trust but, the little puffball yeah just well, trust the little puffball that bad things are gonna happen because he's cute well i think part of it is uh this is where like knowledge of league past comes in where like when he's talking about 300 years ago there's been problems going on and it shows like the world in ruin kind of to like a like a still world in ruin and the League of Legends lore, it's like they call it the Rune Wars and it's pretty much magic just destroyed the world pretty much. And that's where he's coming from, like, can't let magic destroy everything. That's, and that's cool. Tell us yeah. again. Tell us about it in the show. I mean, we see pictures and, and we get a feeling, but it's like okay, what happened? Who was this wizard guy, you know? Yeah. Why? Why is magic bad? Magic ruined the world. Why did magic ruin the world? Did magic ruin the world on its own? Like, Uh, did did this fork make me fat, or or were people bad? You know, were just greedy. I think that's the thing. It's like magic. Like things in themselves generally aren't bad. It's how people use them is is how they become bad. Yeah, and like magic, I think magic still exists in the world. I think. Just not in like Piltover because it's science based. Mm-hmm. But and like it's based around like, oh, we don't have magic, so we're going to focus on science. But everyone mm-hmm. else in the world still has that magic in it, which is like the Rune Wars was just greed with magic, pretty much. And, and even when they get into, okay, well, his blood activates the runes and whatever like that. And it's like, again, they don't explain it. Yeah, they, they, they don't explain that at all. Yeah. It just kind of, like, is happening. I understand, the, I understand the law of equivalent exchange, okay? I've I've played enough Dungeons & Dragons. I, I understand all this stuff, but it's like, just give me a few pointers. Give me a, an idea. What is What are the rules of the magic of this world? I mean, Brian, you read a lot of Brandon Sanderson. All the magic systems make sense in his books. Well, most, like, high-level fantasy authors generally... The magic does 
for the most part makes sense in almost all of them. Brandon Sanderson has like a whole book dedicated to magic, but like even in Lord of the Rings, like the magic makes sense. We're under we we're told why, and it can Wheel of Time sounds like it also makes sense. Well, once I mean, you episode four was almost all about how the magic system worked. They, yeah, so yeah, the, I think that's where we're getting the a little bit of the video game curse, where like anything that's adapted from a video game to a TV show or movie kind of suffers from because nothing really translates to if you're playing a video game to a movie. Like all the Mortal Kombat movies, they're garbage, and they don't really explain. Like if you will watch a Mortal Kombat movie, you're watching the Mortal Kombat movie because you already know who scorpion is they don't really well i guess scorpion's really the only one they'll ever yeah, explain you're going to well, watch well, like well, that, speaking of mortal kombat the most recent mortal kombat movie its biggest flaw is the fact that the main character is someone who isn't in any of the games like if it was just scorpion like reincarnated that would have been cool but like the fact that it's like some new guy well, isn't isn't scorpion isn't the main character like scorpion's like family line or family yes, something but if it was scorpion reincarnated that would have been cooler instead of just a unique character who's never been in the game before like that was a big dropping the ball because the movie could have been pretty good because i mean from a spectacle that movie was great to watch I mean, the fights were great the, the special effects were great it was a fun movie to watch it was just bad because the story was dumb because they invented a brand new character that was never in the games I mean, they could have tied one of the other characters to Scorpion somehow. That would have been fine. But why make a new character? Well, they could have tied Sub Zero <laughs> to him. Oh, wait, they did, didn't they? Yeah, yes, they, they did. did. No, no, but yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like have someone else be, have a known character be the main character. Kano. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Yeah, there. Kano, everyone's favorite. Yeah, he was. He was I mean, amazing. He, he loved that role. He was. He am- like lived that role. <laughs> he was amazing. All this bickering, A+. Plus. I want laser yeah, eyes, great. yeah! I got laser eyes, yeah, it's great! <laughs> Kano was fantastic was in that a, movie. I don't really like the character, but, like, the actor was so passionate about playing Kano that, like, <laughs> I feel like he turned into, like, what Heath Ledger did with the Joker. Yeah, he, he, like, he turned, turned into, into the Kano. Joker. Yeah, he, <laughs> he turned he, into Kano. He, he, I, I mean, I don't like the character Kano in the games either, but he was... The most charismatic on screen, for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. he, he understood what he understood what kind of movie he was making. Yes, no one else yeah. did. <laughs> That's what nobody, you need to do a movie that, that nobody's gonna really, really like. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's Raul Julia in Street Fighter. I mean, he knew what he was there for. Ah, man, he was he was amazing as uh, M Bison. God, oh, absolutely. <laughs> he did the thing. Too, too bad. Like, nobody in, else in Mortal in Mortal Kombat, the they had um. There's one. There's one scene where, oh gosh, that he keeps getting like leg swiped. It happens like three times in a row. Uh, what's what's the other ninjas guy's name? It was like a it was a call to the video game. What happens in the video game where you can it, it knocks you down? There's a move that just you know yeah like, the leg sweep yeah yeah with the leg sweep like that was a call to the video game yeah the video game in Arcane they have that, but I wish it was more prevalent like there's there are things that happen that you'll only you'll only notice if you play the game like they'll show like an item you can buy in the game or they'll show a nod to another character that's in the game i wish there was something that was more like more like ah they did the thing 
Where, they did the where's, thing. Where's oh, the yeah. three lanes? Where's the where's the the, the big castles? Yeah, that like, they, I, each I thought it would be cool lanes. if they like yeah. had like a couple jokes just like to the game itself. But I I don't know. That's just yeah. that's just what I it think. It doesn't about translate. That. Doesn't translate at all. Yeah. No, the, the yeah, show think, is nothing like the game. It's like it's like trying to it's like trying to make a battleship game off of the board game, right? Or a battleship. Yeah, that whole, yeah. Nope. <laughs> that was a that movie. Was, it movie was. was awful. Exactly. Like, uh, there, there's things you could reasonably make a video game adaption for, from a movie. Like Zelda. Zelda's got enough story and backstory that you could take any one of the games and expand it into feature length or condense it. Because there's a lot of fluff in Zelda games as far as gameplay goes. So you could do a two-hour story of Zelda, and it, it could be uh. fulfilling. Yeah, but I will put trust in that though. Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying anyone would do it right. But I'm you're getting Mario. Yeah. You're I'm not saying, getting Zelda. Yeah, I'm getting Mario. There you go. I'm <laughs> saying it's theoretically possible. I mean, Mario is actually probably easier than Zelda. Mario but doesn't what? have any story. Though. Mario doesn't exactly. Have story. You don't need to worry about like following a game. Oh, but that's the thing. Great when, story. when we did get the Mario story, they changed it too much from the game. Goombas were super tall with small heads. King Koopa was a dude who looked like Do- who looked like Donald Trump. I mean, what's <laughs> what's going on? Well, how, you can't even. I don't even. I don't even know how they're going to make a video game out of Mario. Uh, I, like, yeah, a video game out of Mario, really? No, I mean, there's, a, there's I mean, a, a movie, a movie, a movie. Yeah, yeah, a movie. Yeah, that's gonna I, be. I got the weird. answer poorly. They're going to make it poorly. You have no faith it'll be the ten out of ten movie of your lifetime. Well, well since uh, since uh, uh, Chris Pratt refuses to do a Mario accent, it's going to be pretty weird. It's I can't me, believe Mario. That. This dude really. First of all, they don't even get the the guy that actually plays Mario in or, all the games. Oh, he, yeah. he's he's in the movie. Just yeah, he's in the like, movie. He's just not. He's not Mario though. <laughs> he's, and just, he's just like Chris Pratt says in an interview he's a that. He's not doing a Mario impression. He's just going to do his own thing. And the director's like, yeah, he's, it sounds good. Like, what? What do you mean? Like, Mario's been around for 50 years. Give us, <laughs> give us give what us we Mario. know. Well, I'm interested in what they're guy. doing with the Borderlands movie. They had Jack Black as Claptrap, Kate Blanchett as, as the Siren. Like, I like Kate Blanchett. She's, she's a good actor, but this is like an action movie Terminator type role, like violent shooting movie. Kate Blanchett seems a little on the old side for like that kind of character. You for Lilith, I said the same thing about Timura Morrison as Boba Fett because he's sixty years old. And well, they'll just thing. swap her out when she needs to like walk or something. They'll just get a stunt double when she needs to walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not that old. She played yeah. uh, Helena and yeah, Thor. that that's what I thought. She did too. okay. I didn't I have like a problem good. with Helena. Yeah, but yeah. it's been years, and it's going to be another couple of years before Borderlands comes out. You know what, what I, I mean? have a problem like, with is Jack Black being claptrap. That's what I have and a problem Bowser. with. And Bowser. Because <laughs> they, claptrap is not a human. They already have a voice for claptrap. Yeah, Why clap are they track, making him Jack Black? I, I don't know. Claptrap is a very unique... I, I, I'm wondering if Jack Black's going to try and do a claptrap voice. I, I don't know. It's going to be weird. Or is he going to be Jack Black? He's Hello, I am Jack, Jack. I mean, claptrap. I'm tenacious D. <laughs> he just, he, he just, just is. He, he's, just gonna, he's just going to sing the entire time. <laughs> you know, that would be a very claptrap thing to do, though. It would be. I would, I would not mind claptrap singing tenacious D songs would be hilarious. He's like, I want oh, them to have Moxie in there. Trap in five minutes. Hold on. <laughs> I'm <clap-trap>. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do you know do we know if any if Moxie's in gonna be in the movie? I, uh, she better be in the movie. I'd assume she would be, but I don't know. She's like a, don't who's, think pl- who's playing her? Do, we don't know who's playing her. I don't, even think the, I don't think she's announced. But I wouldn't announced, be surprised. I think they've only announced the core cast. They've announced Tiny Tina. They've announced Claptrap. Uh, Lilith, right? Lilith is uh. Lilith is Cape Blanchard. Kevin Kevin Hart is in it, right? I think. Yeah, Ke- Isn't Kevin, he like Roland. Kevin Hart's or, right? Roland. That's like the opposite of what I thought. Isn't <laughs> yeah. Roland's like a big military guy? And Kevin, Kevin Hart's like a guy coming in. <laughs> here's here's the thing: is that part of where, and I, I'm going to give Arcane a little bit of credit here, is that part of where they succeed and a lot of these video game movies fail is the fact that instead of trying to nail the costumes and the makeup and the looks and coming off as a bunch of cosplayers. Why don't they just do these movies animated like this? Why don't they do a Borderlands that actually looks cell shaded like the games and skip the costumes, skip all the sets, skip all that stuff and just CG it like this show did? Well, I think one of the things is too is that this took six years to make, I think. So I think a lot of people don't want to put in that time to like, yeah, we're going to be doing a scene, but it's going to take six years to release it. And it's going to take six years of them funding it, you know, which well, is a sad fair. thing. But the studio is also small. With, uh, they don't. It's uh, not a large studio. That's true. That, that happened yeah. with uh, Life of Pi, where the the studio that made the movie like got shut down before they even won their Academy Award because they just went bankrupt. Yeah, that's the downside. I will say that's something that Arcane did solify. Sol- solify. I'm making up words. <laughs> yep, solify. That. Uh, I, I do agree with you, Brett. I think at least most video game movies or TV shows should be animated. There's certain things that just don't come across if you have real people going on. Yeah. And you can show more like emotion. Like the, like we already talked about, the animation, they were able to show like this emotion that you don't even really get with real people. Because you can like over-exaggerate how these characters look rather than a real person like you can't make a real person do some of the stuff or have people show up behind them or whatever unless you use cg and then we're then we get into netflix's death note which was awful oh man yeah. and we're not we're not trying to go we're not trying oh. to go there just what? make oh. just keep it animated <laughs> <laughs> oh it was so bad or 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 even better yet Cow- cowboy bebop for netflix oh. that just got canceled for season two <laughs> <laughs> I that also why. was it was awful i watched the entire, the, i watched all of it reading the japanese social media reactions to to cowboy bebop where they're like why is this old man cosplaying a spike <laughs> <laughs> everything about that netflix's cowboy bebop was like not cowboy bebop it was just bad it was <laughs> oh god i could go on flashbacks oh, i mean but, the, but the only thing good was, about the live action death note was willem dafoe as as rook Rook, yeah that was he the was, only, he wasn't it that was the was only like, good part he was mostly cg though oh but it's but still he didn't they didn't even need to cg him because he's scary looking just by himself this face already <laughs> is scary i'm glad <laughs> I just give him a black scary. wig with spiky hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah, during the credits, they showed that he actually they he wore a rig and they actually captured his face and everything like that for his performance. So yeah. I mean, it was more than like just him voicing it. He yeah. actually did do the yeah, performance. but there yeah. was like some modifications going on. It oh, wasn't sure. like just wasn't just him with black wig. Him with the this, wig on. This wasn't Dune two thousand for the the TV series. <laughs> did you watch Dune two thousand yet? 
I might have. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Did you see all the eye cancer of all the different costumes that didn't mesh yeah, together at all? The story is this the the story's better than the original. The and, from the eighties movie but like the costume and everything else is it's just like so bad they went they went to like the dollar store and they're like this works like, they, <laughs> they went they went to spirit halloween pretty you know what they might have gone to like a party city <laughs> <laughs> might just got a costume <laughs> there they might have gone to a party city i'm not Soul sure <laughs> yeah mm. well good old dune l comes back to dune uh, everything goes. <laughs> spice. Everything flow. goes. The spice will flow in every piece of media that we watch until <laughs> the end of time. Until the wheel of time. The wheel of time. The spice God. will flow until the wheel of time. I hope so. <laughs> Speaking of wheel of time. Oh yes. That's going to be our next podcast, right? Our next podcast that'll be at the beginning of the new year. This is our last podcast for this year, considering. Our normal podcast day is on Saturday, so two weeks from yesterday would put us on Christmas. So, yeah, that's a no-go. Which, which again, <laughs> when you've got real time going on on Amazon, why on earth did they just drop The Expanse right in the middle of that? The first episode was great. Yeah. Could they, but could they have waited just a few more weeks until nope. Christmas is over nope. and Wheel of Time is over and then drop The Expanse? Nope. There might be different contracts or something that just like this is when it has to come out by. Well, it's sad. Yeah. It, they really should have waited to the end of Wheel of Time because Expanse is only six episodes. That's shorter than Wheel of Time by two. Well, clearly that shows that they're not worried about people canceling their subscription. I get. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It's, oh, it's over. Yeah. Well, anybody have any closing thoughts? Um. um besides. Email, email, just email David. Email at synthaholics at yahoo.com. And uh, if we if we do get them, we will read them you know. on uh, we'll read them on the air. So we'll read them and answer them uh, as we are able. Just but, email them. Send them an email. Yeah, I, I mean, it. like it, it, it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't great. It was definitely better than Venom. So that's why I've got to give it a seven point two five because Venom. I, I think I gave a seven, and uh, Venom was not good. Uh, I'm so. surprised you can keep track of what you rate everything. Yeah. I only I only can remember the stuff I like really liked. Like, there's some, the thing, the there's thing some is, stuff we watched that is thing, like questionable. The thing is, most <clears> things <throat> I haven't liked, I've given like around the seven. So like, man, what's it gonna take to get you to a one? A one, yeah. man. Yeah, gonna, what do we gotta watch? Like, what? <laughs> give us a, email, David, some suggestions. <laughs> email David, a one out of ten show. <laughs> Matrix, the, the Matrix Reloaded, the Matrix Revolutions are both about a one. Uh, I will oh, say. Wow. Um, I do feel that that kind of giving this a three after we've talked about it might have been a little bit low. I am still going to stick with that score, but I will say I would give this a a shot again for the second season. I'm just a little concerned that it's going to go like kind of with the the second Matrix movie where now they try and squeeze in all this backstory in their sophomore episodes. And now we're going to get all the exposition and all the parlor scenes and a lot less action in the second season. Well, th- this is what this, what season two is going to tell me is if this whole thing that they're trying to do over at riot games is going to succeed or not, because we out of the league lore that I know, we've got a very tiny piece of what what they have. They've hinted yeah. that the scar lady is from a different region, 
which has significantly stronger characters in it, which are way more impactful on the world than what these people are. These people that like Vi and Jinx, they're really nothing compared to what what yeah is they're, they're, exactly. they're just regular they're people. Shown. They're yeah. yeah, they're pretty much just they're like maybe they're a little elevated from regular people. Like I I don't think I could beat up Vi. Yeah, like, like the, that fight scene though. Well, you're also fight. not a trained MMA fighter. No, she's Maybe not either. She, though. She's not either. <laughs> she, she, she might as no. well be a trained MMA fighter. Yeah, I think it's going to be like, do they want to make this world into something like an extended universe? And if they're going to succeed, we're going to see in season two because they're going to have to branch out to other areas. Because as far as I know, unless they start making new stuff, we're kind of at the end of like these characters show i don't know what like who's going to be the villain for next season they don't really who's is it just going to be like the the main city versus the small city they have to group up together go down the three lanes and destroy the towers you know what that's that's season two that's a good point it would be a lot better if they if they started a side story with some different characters and just kind of crossed over a little bit that would be i would i would be interested in that seeing another story inside this world well i I think i read an article um back when the show was still coming out that they said they because the uh, it was so successful the first i think it was like after first arc so the first episode it was so so successful they already like are planning to do like a MCU kind of move but they also said that they don't care if it doesn't cater to everyone so i don't know how it's going to be it might turn out really good might be too niche no well, that's the yeah. thing like i rather things not care about pleasing everyone because whenever you try to please everyone you please nobody which is yeah really annoying uh in star wars is trying to go down that route star trek's been trying to go down that route and it's not been successful uh except for some some things like the mandalorian uh which is it just leans hard into its niche and it doesn't deviate from it and that's why it's been good um, but with the, the actual move, trying to please everyone and failing miserably, you can't. So you can't please yeah. everyone. So you, at least please the fans. Yeah, yeah I mean that, that's, that's that, for. That, that that's the thing that you gotta you Which gotta is, like lean to your niche. And yeah, I'm not a wall fan, so if the next season still doesn't super appeal to me, like that's fine. I'm not a fan of the games. Yeah, well, I first, uh, if anybody ever thought about playing the game based on Arcane, don't. Yeah, this, the this game is not nothing, the game. The game is nothing like Arcane at yeah, all. It's, I just would like no. to see more, more of the different regions because there's there's a pirate region, there's there's a ninja region, there's a there's desert a one, region. there's there's a Lovecraftian horror one. There's there's yeah. a, a lot of different ones. It's just they pick the, and the one the that humans can relate to. Yeah, most relatable. Yeah. yeah. Well, email David at synthaholics at yahoo.com. I'm gonna say it forever, every time. All right, uh, even though no, our, nobody ever will. Join our Discord. Our, our Discord uh, link should now be working. It was not working before, as it, I found it, out. It should be working. Today. <laughs> it should be working now, though. So, uh, sorry about that. I didn't realize it expired. But we got a permanent one on there now, so should be all set for uh, anyone who wants to join the Discord and uh, just chat with us when uh, we're not around. Oh, well, we're not podcasting anyway. And our next podcast will be Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. In January. In January. Unless we have an emergency grouping. And we we decide to do something that we haven't thought of yet. Like, well, there's definitely the Spider-Man. We're going to do Spider-Man. We got to do Spider-Man. 
Spider-Man. We we've, we've talked about Spider-Man for six months. We have to do Spider-Man now. <laughs> we gotta do Spider-Man. At some Every point. episode, Spider-Man somehow finds a way. And now, ever since Dune, Dune somehow finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, life uh, finds a way. Um, so we got... Uh, we got Spider-Man. We've got Book of Boba Fett coming out, which we'll probably cover once the season's over. Like Arcane, just kind of doing them as they're they're ending. Uh, Expand season six, which 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 is, is the so final far. season, by the way. The final season, even though there's nine books, there's only six seasons. That's sad. Missing a third of the story. That show has had nothing but problems, and trying to be created. Well, the the thing is, there's a 30 year gap in between book six and book seven, so I guess they don't want to age up people. But the th- the thing is, all you got to do is put some crow's feet and gray their hair a little bit, because if Star Trek has taught me anything, they always overestimate when they age people up. You look at Patrick Stewart aged up, and look at him now; he looks more like he does in Next Gen normally than he does when they aged him up. Same thing with Kirk when they aged him up in the old Star Trek series. Like, like every time they age someone up with old age makeup, they go way too hard, and they actually look a lot better than than that in real life. So, just pepper their hair with a little bit of gray. That's all you need to do. Like, just it's simple. Like they're thirty years older. Fine. Boom. Go. I mean, there, there's probably a little bit more problems than just that. I, There's got to be something I, else going I mean, on. I mean, there might it might be a money thing because again, the last season's only six uh, six episodes. As, how, do, do either one of Eight you know how sure. expensive it is to make that show? I'd imagine it's pretty expensive. It's not. They're not like. Well, I the, know they cut the budget when they went to Amazon. Well, the thing is, and I was surprised how good the budget was on sci-fi because sci-fi usually lowballs people for budget and. The first couple seasons look at me. I mean, the, the experiences looked cons- consistently amazing throughout, which is why I'm the kind reason, of like. Yeah, the the reason behind that was Sci-Fi Channel only had the rights. They only made money on the initial broadcast of The Expanse. Hmm. That's why it didn't rerun. They got no money on DVD sales. They got no money on any of it. That's part of why Sci-Fi canceled it was because they, they basically were making almost nothing on it. Which is amazing, considering it looked as good as it did. So, I mean, I, I'm glad it looks good. And it, well, I mean, you could tell they redressed sets in season one, for sure. But Rosinante, the, the internal sets look amazing. And the special effects for the CG in space also look amazing. It, it's a really well done show. I, it, it's completely worth watching and probably my favorite sci fi show on television. Ever? I mean, currently, since Star Trek. Oh, okay. Star- <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like, it- like, there's another, like, sci-fi show you seem to like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, well, quite a bit. Well, uh, there, there hasn't been any good episodes of Star Trek in, like, 15 years sans Lower Decks. Uh, so, ever since Enterprise is over, Lower Decks is only the good stuff we've got. So, Discovery, four seasons of garbage, and Picard, one season of garbage. So, it's... Lower decks is not good. Been, not not been kind to me, but but in recent history, Spance is by far the best sci-fi show in recent. Yosh. Well, email David at Synthaholics. All right, thanks for at watching Yahoo.com. Thanks for joining. Thanks for us, watching, Joe. everyone. Thanks and listening. Jo- yeah, listening. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Joe. Thanks, no Fred. Anytime. Thanks, David. All right. Oh, live long and prosper. Arcane one and all. Thank <laughs> you.
So uh, now that we're doing a test recording, uh, Brian, how is Honey Pop treating you? I haven't played it. Between everybody that's actually everybody that's in here has played like a hundred hours of Honey Pop. I'm the only one who hasn't played it. <laughs> so there's um, like 300 hours of experience. Well, it's, so I don't yeah. about that much. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, David might have more than I think. David has more than both of you. Yeah, I've got a lot of hours. So th- he is right. There's probably 300 hours between. You have over 100. <laughs> I do have over 100. I, yeah, I don't have that much. <laughs> I mean, it's a good game. It's well, it's well thought out. A lot of fun. Uh, you should play uh, so we can have you talk more during the sound checks, Brian. So that uh, we're trying to check your levels as well right, as everyone you're else's. You're the one talking. Yeah. I, I think you, you just tested. I've talked enough. Aren't we testing? <laughs> I don't know. Have you talked enough, Brian? I think you you just got a little quiet there. I had to go through so many wallpapers to find a League of Legends one that was not a Rule Thirty Four. I I'm still looking. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I found some Rule Thirty Four live action Jinx ones, and I'm like, I don't know if I could put that on there for. I don't know if Twitch or YouTube would like that very much. I mean, Probably if not. you just blow the boobs. Uh, Everything man, else is that's, fine. That's so much extra work. <laughs> it's not extra work. Nothing's extra work. 